You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We want to have an unwavering faith, but more importantly, we want to know this unwavering God. Because our faith sometimes waver, our understanding of Him sometimes are finite, but thank God our God is an unwavering God. Amen? We'll be taking our text from the story of Abraham once again. Genesis chapter 18, verses 9 to 21. They said to him, God talking. Where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, she is in the tent. The Lord said, I will surely, say surely. I will surely return to you about this time next year. Sabi nyo nga po, about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old. Ouch. Advanced in years. The way of women had ceased to be with Sarah, meaning to say she is menopause. So Sarah laughed to herself saying, After I'm worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I'm old? Is anything is anything too hard for the Lord at the appointed time I will return to you about this time next year and Sarah shall have a son but Sarah denied it saying I did not laugh for she was afraid he said no but you did laugh then the men set out from there and they looked down towards Sodom and Abraham went with them to set them on their way the Lord said Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin is very grave, I will go down to see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. Let us pray. Panginoon, maraming salamat po. Salamat dahil nakatipon-tipon na naman po kami. What a joy, Lord God, to come together as a church, as a people, coming before God in worship, in adoration, and in waiting upon your word. Teach us today. Baguhin mo po yung puso namin. Lord, kalusin mo po, Panginoon, ang anumang takot sa aming puso. At tanggalin mo po anumang kalyo sa aming puso, Panginoon. Nang sa ganun, maitanim po ang binhinang yung salita sa malambot naming puso. Salamat o Diyos, pinupuri ka namin. Sa pangalan Jesus. Amen and Amen. Christian life seems like a mission impossible. We are confronted daily with challenges that seem to be insurmountable. Okay. Now, overwhelmed po tayo ng mga recurring needs natin. 
Yung inflation rate po is hitting us like a wrecking ball that knocked out our hope of ever coping up. Hindi lamang po yun, kundi human brokenness, depression, sickness, and disease have become a permanent fixture in human life. At ang kristyano po ay hindi exempted. Okay. What more, kung ito po'y challenges na sa ating buhay, what more, we are living in a society and culture that makes Christianity and Christian living impossible. How? You see, sensuality and illicit sex are celebrated and encouraged sa billboards, sa TV shows, sa teleserye, sa magazine, movies, everywhere. Diba? Kahit nga po sa grocery, makikita nyo. And not only that, we are hard-pressed every day to conform to the patterns of this world kung gusto nating makasurvive sa competition. We live in a world where godliness is persecuted and evil is celebrated. The world prefers that we just remain silent and make our faith private. Contrary dun sa mandate natin to become salt of the earth and light of the world. Mga kapatid, I want you to know, God knows what we are facing. And God loves your face. Alam po ng Lord yung kinakaharap natin. We may be ill-equipped to face these impossibilities, but I want you to know, God is fully equipped to deal with the impossibilities of our lives. Maring wala tayong lakas harapin ang lahat ng mga bagay nito na parang napaka-imposible sa isang buhay kristyano. But I want you to know, God is able to help us and fight for us this great fight of faith. We're still looking at the life and faith of Abraham for lessons and inspiration. What can we learn from Abraham? Ano po yung matututunan natin dito sa dual story sa ating text? Una po, na gusto kong matutunan natin at gustong sabihin sa atin ni Lord is this, believe the impossible. Kapag po humaharap tayo sa isang mahirap na bagay, sa mahirap na sitwasyon, sa mahirap na circumstance, sometimes it's so hard to see that God is able to come through. But in this story that I'm going to discuss with you, I want to encourage you to believe the impossible. Three times po sa Bible, sinabi, sa Genesis in particular, the Lord appeared to Abraham. Sino ho dito gusto nyo kahit man lang sa panaginip magpakita sa inyo si Lord? Come on. Sino to gusto nyo makita na kagad si Lord? <laughs> ay, ay, sa panaginip lang, Pastor, pwede na. Okay? Tatlong beses po. Genesis chapter 12, nung unang kinausap ni Lord si Abraham, at least sa text natin, ang sabi ng Bible, the Lord appeared to Abraham. Sa chapter 17, after the Hagar-Ishmael blunder nung mag-asawa, sabi ng Bible, the Lord appeared to Abraham. 
Now, few days or few weeks after, the Lord appeared again to Abraham. So chapter 18. Three times. Say three times. But the last one, chapter 18, is quite unique. Because you see, the first two na the Lord appeared to Abraham, hindi po malinaw kung paano nag-appear si Lord kay Abraham. Walang sinabi. Hindi sinabing nag-appear ba siya through a burning bush, katulad kay Moses? Nag-appear ba siya through apparition? <laughs> yeah? Wala. Basta sabi, the Lord appeared to Abraham. Period. But in chapter 18, the very third time that the Lord appeared to Abraham, ano pong, ano pong nangyari? 18 verse 2, He lifted up his eyes, si Abraham, and looked, and behold, three men were standing in front of him. The Lord appeared to Abraham, then three men were standing in front of him. Now, upon analysis, pag pinag-aralan po natin ito, we will realize na yung dalawa sa kanila, angel of the, angels. Okay? Sino dito gusto makakita ng angel? Sino dito katabi nyo na yung angel of your life? Yeah? Dalawa dun angel, at yung isa po dun, si God mismo appearing as a man. Ang tawag po natin dyan sa, sa theology is theopany. Sabi nyo nga po, theophany. God, theo, appearing as a man. Okay? The Lord personally came to announce with certainty the birth of Isaac. Kaya sabi niya, surely. May paborito ko talaga yan eh. Surely. Sabi niya nga po, surely. Okay? Nung nag-speak sa akin si Lord, sabi niya, surely goodness and mercy. Yeah? will follow me. Sinundan nga ako ng masawa ko. So personally, God came to announce para makatiyak si, si, si Abraham. At first, nagdududa si Sarah. Actually, sa simula pa lang sa chapter 17, nung in-announce to, medyo nagdududa na si Abraham eh. Natatawa siya kasi parang, kung kailan ako pumunda, baka mo sasabihin, magkakaanak ako. <laughs> Sabi, maniwala ka lang. Tapos nung kay Sarah na, after a few days, si Sarah naman yung nagdadaot. Anong sabi ni Lord sa verse 14? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Meron bang mahirap sa Panginoon? Tinatanong ni Lord ang bawat isa sa atin. Isipin mo yung sitwasyon mo ngayon. Meron bang mahirap para sa Diyos? Maaaring sinasabi mo, Lord, ang hirap ng sitwasyon ko eh. Tinatanong ka ni Lord, meron bang mahirap para sa Panginoon? At the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year, Sarah shall have a son. In such a short span of time, chapter 17 to chapter 18, In-announce po ni Lord yung pag-anak kay Isaac three times. Chapter 17, chapter 18, three times sinabi, you will have a son. But this time, lagi pong may estimated time. By this time, next year. Samantalang dun sa chapter 12, chapter 13, 14, 15, basta sinabing, bibigyan kita ng descendant, bibigyan kita ng anak. Pero sinabi ngayon, this time, sabi niya, this time, next year. Grabe, ano? Meron ng, meron ng time period. Di ha? Para mga bata, pag sinabing, anak, bibilang kita ng, ano, ng bola. Yay! Kailan, daddy? Basta. Pero pag sinabi ng, pag sumweldo ako. Uy! Pero hindi pa sinasabi kung kailan yung sweldo. Kung 
December ba? Pag, pag sinasa isang buwan, pag sumweldo ko, yay! Mas may, may certainty na. Di ba? Mas, yung excitement, mas mataas. Sa Bible po, kapag ang isang salita po, yung isang phrase, isang salita, inulit. Ibig sabihin po nun, importante yun. Yeah. Truly, truly. Okay? Verily, verily. O pag tinawag yung pangalan mo, Simon, Simon. Meron pong significance yun, importante yun. Kapag ang phrase po inulit, in, sinabi dito, tapos sinabi ulit dito, importante yun. Pero kapag ang isang phrase o isang salita, inulit, binanggit tatlong beses, ibig sabihin po nun, very important. Take notice. So sinabi po dito ng Panginoon, you will have a son about this time next year. At ang tanong po ni Lord sa kanya, kasi nagda-doubt na si Sarah, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Tatlong beses na inulit ng Panginoon. Ayaw pa rin maniwala ni Sarah. At sabi niya, may mahirap pa sa Diyos. Ang sinasabi po ng Panginoon sa atin ito, I will do as I have promised. I waited for this time, Sarah and Abraham, I waited for this time na kung saan matanda ka na. Dual citizen ka na. Dual citizenship. No? Siyang senior citizen, saka uh, Jewish citizen. <laughs> kung saan masasabi mong hindi na talaga pwede. Hinintay ko itong pagkakataon na to para pag gumawa ako ng isang bagay, sasabihin mo, hindi talaga ikaw yan, kundi ako ang gumawa ng himala. Alam niyo, sometimes pag may option kasi tayo, may alternative tayo, pwede nating sabihin, hindi si God yun. But when we are pushed against the wall, we have no options anymore but to cry out to God and then God come through, we will say, it's a miracle. And to make sure na makuha po ni Abraham sa kanisara yung point ni Lord, ano pong ginawa niya? It was God Himself who delivered the great announcement. Pwede naman niyang ano eh, pwede naman hindi siya mag-appear. Pwede naman pa, iparating na lang niya at sabi niya, Pwede naman ganun eh. Pero nag-appear si Lord personally. Di ba? Uh, naalala ko po minsan may isang kwento, yung isang kabiktory group po ng misis ko, yung presidente mismo ng company ang pumunta doon sa site nila dahil sa problema. Galit na galit yung presidente. Pero pumunta siya personally. Ano yung sabihin nun? Ang laki ng problema nyo, ako talagang lulutas nito. Importante ito sa akin. Are you me? Kaya pag when you attend personally to a matter, it means it's important to you. So when God appeared there personally, He is saying, Abraham, Sarah, this is important to me. I want you to know, I'm going to fulfill what I've promised. Amen? God wanted Abraham and Sarah to know that the impossible are all possible with God. And I'm here declaring to you today, inasmuch as we are facing different situations, yung ba sa atin kinakaharap na imposibleng bagay, yung pangbayad ng bills natin. Yung iba, pangbayad ng utang natin. Yung iba, maririmata na yung bahay natin. Yung iba, maririmata na yung kotse. Yung iba naman, hindi mailabas yung bangkay ng kanyang mahal sa buhay dahil walang pambayad. Yung iba naman, hindi mailabas yung buhay sa ospital kasi walang pambayad. Iba-iba tayo ng sitwasyon. 
But I want you to know, and God wants you to know, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Alam niyo po nung July po, siguro marami naman po nakaalam sa inyo, na triple bypass po yung aking mother. Then after a week, na triple bypass po yung aking brother. Yung sa mother ko lang parang, na nga, <laughs> anong gagawin natin? Wala naman po siyang medical insurance. Wala. Wala namang ipon. Tapos sumunod pa yung brother ko. But you know what? Nagpipray po kami ng misis ko at sabi ng misis ko, God will make a way. If God choose to heal mama, He will heal her. And if not, He will provide for her. Alam niyo po, gumawa naman ng himala ang Diyos. Pagkatapos noon, after a week or so, Natumba po yung mother ko, nabalian naman ng hip bone. So sabi, parang Lord, bakit ganito? Parang sunod-sunod. Parang hindi namin alam kung ano mangyari. But you know what? Pinangawakan namin ang salita ng Diyos. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. Amen? Si Elisha po, nilapitan nung ni Haring Jehoshaphat at sa kanong isa pang hari ng, ng Israel, at tinatanong sila ba'y dapat lumusog sa isang kalaban? Mananalo ba sila? Matatalo ba sila? Kaya ba nila yung kalaban? Ito po ang sagot ni Elisha. 2 Kings 3.17-18 For thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind or rain, but that stream bed shall be filled with water. Wala na po kasi silang tubig. Okay? And that you shall drink, you, your livestock, and your animals. Dumaan po sila sa isang lugar na walang tubig. Ang sabi ni Elisha, okay maglala, that stream bed, mapupuno ng tubig kahit wala kayong makitang hangin, wala kayong makitang ulan, mapupuno ng tubig. Anong sabi niya sa verse 18? This is a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will also give the Moabites into your hand. Sabi niyo nga po, light thing. Ano sa Tagalog yan? <laughs> Maliit na bagay. <laughs> Sinasabi ni Lord, parang, ano ba, kaya ba ito ni Lord? Kaya ba ni Lord? Ay, maliit na bagay. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, maliit na bagay yan. Kaya po sa susunod na humarap kayo ng mga imposibleng bagay, mga sitwasyon sa, sa buhay ninyo na parang wala ng kapag-apag-asa, humarap ka sa salamin at sabihin mo, ah, maliit na bagay, kaya ni Lord yan. Amen? Lakpakan po natin, Panginoon. You see, ang history po ng Israel, both the biblical history and the recent history, it, it is tattooed with the impossible becoming possible. Alam niyo po, ang liit-liit na bansa ng Israel, napapaligiran po siya ng mga kaaway niya talaga na lahat gusto siyang patayin. Alam niyo ba yon? Hanggang ngayon? Gusto silang bombahin. And yet, Niminsan po sa gerang hinarap ng Israel, hindi pa sila natalo. Not even once. Yung tinatawag na six-day war, anim na araw na gera, halos nasakop niya ang malaking bahagi ng Egypt, nasakop niya ang ilang bahagi ng Syria sa loob ng anim na araw. Pinagtulungan siya ng Egypt, Syria, and Jordan. Six days war. Bakit? Kasama nila ang Diyos. What seems to be impossible with men are all possible with God. 
Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Maaring ganito yung sitwasyon ninyo, o maaring hindi, pero pakinggan nyo kung paano sumagot sa Jesus. Jesus asked His Father, how long has this been happening to Him? Sabi niya sa tatay, gano'ng katagal na itong nadidemonyo ang anak mo? And He said, from childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, can you feel the frustration? Can you feel the desperation of the father? Bata pa lang, hindi ko alam. Siguro sunog-sunog na yung katawan ng batang ito. Siguro payatot na siya. Siguro kitang-kita na yung, alam mo, yung 13 years old pa lang siya, mukha na siyang 60 years old. Sabi niya, but if you can do anything, Jesus... Have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, tinatanong mo ba ako kung kaya ko? All things are possible for one who believes. Tinatanong po tayo ni Lord ngayon. Sa palagay niyo, kaya ni Lord. Yung sitwasyon mo ngayon, palagi mo kaya ni Lord. Sitwasyon mo sa opisina, sa negosyo, Sitwasyon mo sa asawa mo, sa anak mo, sa nanay mo, sa tatay mo, o yung kamag-anak mo sa tugigaraw na ngayon ay nagibaan ng bahay. Palagi mo kaya ni Lord? Ang sagot ni Lord, walang imposible sa taong kayang manampalataya. Hinintay po talaga ni Lord na si Abraham ay tumanda at si Sarah ay tumanda maging menopause. Hinintay talaga ni Lord yun. Bakit? Para pag nanganak siya, it is unmistakably a miracle. You see, when we reach the point na yung tanging option natin is only to believe God for a miracle, that's the time God moves in mysterious ways. Amen? Pag wala ka nang matatakbuhan, minsan doon tayo dinadala na Lord yung we're pushed against the wall, wala ka nang ibang wala ka ng lakas, wala ka ng pera, wala ka ng kaibigan, tinalikuran ka na ng lahat. At ang tanging option mo na lang ay lumuhod at tumingala sa langit at sabihin mong, Panginoon, kailangan kita kung gano'y... <sighs> Di ba? Doon kumikilos ang Diyos. And if we make Him the first option, and the middle option, and the last option, then we are in a great opportunity for a great miracle most of the time. Pastor, bakit hindi all the time? Bakit most of the time? Kasi po, hindi ibig sabihin na nanalangin ka, hindi ibig sabihin nun every time gagawa ng Himala si Lord. Kasi sometimes yung pinagpipray mo, hindi naman kalooban ni Lord. O kaya naman yung pinagpipray mo, hindi pa oras. Are you with me? Kaya, di ba, yung mga nakalipas, tinura, maghintay ka lang. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Pag hindi pa sumagot si Lord, hintay lang. At pag sinabi ni Lord, no, then no. Pag sinabi niyang wait, then wait. Pag sinabi ni Lord, yes, get excited. Because you are in for a great miracle. Amen? You see, mga kapatid, ako nga po eh. Pastor po ako. Pag pinapatawag po kami, pastor, nasa hospital po yung aking asawa, anak, pwede ko ba yung pag-pray? Punta po ako doon. Ang Lord naman ang nagpapagaling, amen? Minsan pag-pray ko, Lord, heal, heal, heal. Hindi ko makiling. Minsan naman, pupunta ako doon, nasa deathbed na, alam niyo, yung mamamatay na. Tatanungin ko yung mga mahal sa buhay, ano bang 
Ano na sa puso nyo? Ayaw na po namin mahirapan yung tatay namin. Sana kunin na lang ni Lord para hindi na siya mahirapan. Gusto po namin siyang makapagpahinga na. Mananalangin ako, Panginoon, let your will be done. Kinabukasan, patay. Ang <laughs> klase ka rin, Lord. So, ano ibig sabihin nun? Ano, mananalangin pa ba ako ng Himala o kesera-sera na lang? Whatever will be, will be. Ha? Last week po, di ba pinag-usapan natin si God's sovereign? Tama? Gagawin niya yung gusto niyang gawin, kung kailan niya gawin, kung paano niya gustong gawin. Ang palayok, kailanman din niya pwedeng sabihin doon sa gumagawa ng palayok, bakit mo ako ginawang ganito? Bakit ngayon mo lang ako ginawa? Hindi, hindi. He is sovereign God. He controls everything. He knows what He's doing. He knows what's best and He wants the best for you. Right? Pero ang sabi din ni Lord, you ask, believe, pray for a miracle. And so we will pray for a miracle. Maghihintay tayo. Maniniwala tayo. Sabi ni Lord, He is the God that heals us, then I will keep on praying for healing until i-heal siya ni Lord. At kung hindi man siya i-heal ni Lord, ibig sabihin nun, may ibang plano si God. Kung sabihin po ng doktor sa inyo, Ma'am, Sir, ginawa na po namin ang lahat, pero palagay namin, wala na pong pag-asa ang inyong mahal sa buhay. I want you to know, yun po ang tinatawag na doctor's opinion. Kaya nga humihamahanap tayo ng second opinion. Kasi, anumang sabihin ng doktor, kahit sinong expert, kahit may PhD pa siya, kahit may DBD pa sa dulo, lahat ng sasabihin niya, opinion. Kay Lord, pag siyang nagsalita, conclusion. Amen? So, anong paniniwalaan natin? Opinion ng tao? O katotohanan ng salita ng Diyos? Pag nagsalita po ang Diyos, laging totoo. Nung nagsalita si Lord kay Abraham, sabi niya, Abraham, surely, certainly, I will come to you this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Sabi niya, surely, certainly, tutuparin ko yun. Nung, nung si Elisha po, ang nagpa-prophesize, sabi niya, ay, maliit na bagay. Maliit na bagay lang yan. Kapag yung bank account mo, sinasabi sa'yo, imposible yan. Yun ba? Sino dito tuminingin sa bank account, tapos sabi ng bank account niya, impossible. Tama? Gusto mong bumili ng bahay, pagtingin mo, impossible. Gusto mong mag-trip abroad, impossible. Gusto mong magpakasal? Not yet. Hindi <laughs> ba? Impossible. I want you to know, pwede kang kumanta sa Panginoon at sabihin mo sa iyong kanta, God will make a way where there seems to be no way. Paborito natin yan eh. Bakit? It speaks to our hearts. It encourages us, Lord, gagawa ka ng paraan. Sabi niya, gagawa ka nga ng highway doon sa wilderness. Diba? Gagawa siya ng stream sa desert. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. Kaya kahit anong sabihin ng bank account mo, o sabihin ng doktor mo, o sabihin ng iyong sitwasyon, sinasabi sa'yo, impossible. 
sabihin mo, ah, maliit na bagay. God can give me a miracle. Are you with me? Anong sitwasyon nyo ngayon? Pera ba yan? Relasyon ba yan? Tungkol ba sa opisina yan? Tungkol ba sa kota mo yan? I want you to know, nothing is impossible. Amen? Para po kay Abraham at saka kay Sarah, God Himself, personally, in human form, He made this great announcement, surely, this time next year. And that tells us how important God's promise was. Ginawa po yun ni Lord to build up the faith of Abraham and Sarah. Gusto niyo bang ma-build up yung faith ninyo? Pangawakan mo yung salita ng Diyos. Huwag mong panghawakan yung opinion mo. Huwag mong panghawakan yung expert analysis mo. Panghawakan mo yung salita ng Diyos. Kasi most of the time, pag inanalyze mo yung sitwasyon mo, talagang you will always come into one conclusion. Impossible. But if you hold on and hang on to your last breath and strength, Lord, I hold on to your word. You're in for a great surprise. Amen? Now, but I want you to know the story didn't end there. Sabi nyo nga po, believe the impossible. Yun po yung first story. God personally came, made a great announcement, but that's not the end of the story. There's another part of the story. God not only attended the personal announcement of the promise, the coming of Isaac, but He also came personally to attend to the destruction of Sodom. Nagtatanong po kami nung pinag-aarala namin to, nagme-meditate ako, sabi ko, Lord, bakit mo pinagsabay? Kasi tinuhog po ni Lord eh. Yeah? Diba, minsan ganun tayo, pag aalis tayo, gusto natin isang puntahan na lang. Yeah? Para hindi sayang ang gasolina, mahal ng gasolina ngayon, ano? So si Lord, ginawa niya, tinuhog niya, Sabi niya, pupunta ako sa Abraham, sa Sarah, mag-a-announce ako ng pagdating na Isaac, pero tutuhugin ko na. Ija-judge ko yung Sodom and Gomorrah. Like what I've told you, kapag si Lord personally nag-attend, personally nag-pumunta doon, it means that is very important. Ano po yung tinuturo ni Lord sa atin? Bakit niya pinagsabay? Parang Lord naman eh. Hindi ba pwedeng great announcement lang tapos mag-rejoice. Yeah, yeah, ang ganda. Tapos after few days, after few months, saka mo nalang i-judge yung Sodom. Di ba? Parang naman hindi. Parang, parang may chance ka naman mag-celebrate. Are you with me? Pero si Lord, hindi. Pinagsapay niya. Tanong, is that by accident? Hello? Ito po ba ay coincidence lang? Parang wala lang magawa si Lord. Sabi niya, ay parang hindi sayang yung punta ko. Total, pumunta na ako kay Abraham, puntahan ko na rin yung Sodom, eh, hato na, patayin ko kaya silang lahat. Ganun ba? Hindi. This is important. May tinuturo si Lord. Ano po yung tinuturo ni Lord? Ano yung tinuturo ni Lord kay Abraham? At ano yung tinuturo niya sa atin? Sabi po sa Genesis 18, 20-21, Then the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and their sin 
is very grave. I will go down to see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. From the great announcement to the fearsome judgment, tinuhog ni Lord. God attended them both personally. And that tells you something. And this is very important in the eyes of God. You see, the wickedness of Sodom and Gomorrah has reached its tipping point. Talaga pong sobra kasukdula na dapat ng kalusin. Ito po yung nangyari. Tingnan nyo, dumating yung dalawang angels sa Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? Nakakita na ba kayo ng lalaking parang angel? Yung talagang pag... Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Mukhang angel ba? No, Pag-imagine ko, bakit sure ng angel? Ang gwapo siguro, no? Tisoy, baka blandang hair. I don't know. Pero dumating po yung dalawang angels sa Sodom and Gomorrah. Ano po nangyari? Verse 4 to 5. Before they had gone to bed, all the men, say all the men, from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house of Lot where the two angels were. They called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so we can have sex with them. Because of the city's sexual revolution, to put it lightly, nagkaroon ng sexual revolution sa kanila, ibang yung pananaw nila. Anarchy and chaos suddenly erupted. Yung sitwasyon po naging out of control and the people, the men in the city, bata, matanda, ano po sabi, both young and old, naging alipin po sila ng kanilang pagnanasang laman. Imagine that. Imagine. So, sabay-sabay. Lord, palabasin mo yan. It blows my mind. I can't imagine. So God was about to destroy the two cities. Pero bako po mangyari yun, si Lord po, inalaw niya si Abraham makapasok doon sa tinatawag na heavenly council. Yan, nag-usap sila. Sabi niya, Lord, kung may limang po, Lord, kung may apat na po, Lord, kung may tatlong po, Lord, kung may... Nakipagtawaran siya eh. Yeah? Grabe, grabe si Abraham talaga. Kaya tinawag siyang friend of God eh. Kaya niyang makipagtawaran sa Lord. Kaya niyang makipag-usap sa Lord ng ganun. But the sin of the people is just too much for the Holy God. Why was the great announcement and the fearsome judgment came side by side? Why God attended to them personally? Ano yung tinuturo ni Lord sa atin? Ano tinuturo ni Lord kay Abraham? Ito po ang sabi. Verse 17 to 19 ng verse, chapter 18. Pakinggan po ninyo mabuti. And this is the lesson. The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Itatago ko ba kay Abraham itong gagawin ko? Siya sabi niya, dapat ko itong ipaalam. Tama? Dapat itong malaman ni Abraham. Why? Seeing that Abraham shall surely, say surely, yan, paulit-ulit yan, tiyak, become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Meaning to say, sa pamamagitan niya, darating ang pagpapala ng Diyos. At tinutukoy po niyan ay ang kaligtasan na nagmumula kay Kristo Jesus. The blessing that will come from Abraham is the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and the salvation and the redemption of man. 
So if Abraham is to be the man, sabi niya nga po, the man. He's the man. Okay? Na magdadala ng blessing sa buong mundo, kailangan maintindihan niya itong lesson na to. Kaya sabi niya, itatago ko ba to kay Abraham? Hindi. Siya yung, he's the man. Kailangan maintindihan niya itong gagawin ko. If you're claiming for a promise, if you believe God will use you someday, or God is using you today, or if you believe God has a special plan for you, sinasabi ni Lord, kailangan maintindihan mo to. Verse 19, For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him. Okay? Ilan po bang anak ni Abraham? Ilan? Ulit. Bakit sabi niya children? Ibig sabihin noon, hindi lang si Isa akang tinutukoy niya. Ibig sabihin nito, tinutukoy nito yung buong Israel. At yung mga magiging spiritual children pa ni Abraham, tayo yon. Ano sabi niya? For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised. Pinili po ni Lord si Abraham so that through him, pwede niyang maituro sa mga Israelita, sa magitan ng kanyang buhay at turo sa ating lahat how to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. Dumating po si Lord personally, great announcement, fearsome judgment, he wanted to inspire faith in the Lord, but at the same time, He wants to instill the fear of the Lord. Are you with me? Faith in the Lord, fear of the Lord. Because sometimes, mga kapatid, yung mga tao, puro faith in the Lord, faith in the Lord, faith in the Lord. At sometimes nga, to the point na, whatever I say shall come to pass by faith. Magkakakotse ako, magkakakotse, magkakakotse, Jesus name. By faith. Pero nalimutan yung fear of the Lord. To the point, minamanipulate nyo na yung mga tao, to the point, dinadaya niya yung sitwasyon, to the point, gumagawa siya ng mga bagay na hindi nakalooban ng Lord. Bakit? Kasi magkakakotse ako, magkakakotse ako, magkakakotse ako, by faith. Faith in the Lord, fear of the Lord. God was teaching faith and obedience. Faith and holiness. Faith and righteousness and justice. Pinagsabay po ni Lord ito. Hindi po yan coincidence. Pero sasabi ni Ma, but faster. It is so impossible na mabuhay dun sa standard ni Lord. Lalo na sa ating present culture. Yung corruption sa society natin is so pervasive, napakahirap. Kailangan sumayaw ka sa tugtugin. ba? Kapag ang sayaw nila, cha-cha, cha-cha ka rin. Kung hindi, maiiwanan ka. Hindi lalabas ang kargamento mo, hindi ka kikita, mapag-iiwanan ka, hindi ka mapopromote. The corruption is just so ingrained in the culture. Pastor, ang hirap mag-lead dun sa standard ni Lord. Why? Because the sexual temptations are everywhere and sex is being worshipped like an idol and being pursued like a treasure. Pinipressure tayo na mag-conform sa worldly system. At napaka-strong ng pressure.
pressure na yon. Para bang, para bang nasa kalagitnaan ka ng bagyo na nakakapit lang sa isang sanga? Napilit kang tinatangay ng, ng malakas na hangin. And you're just holding on to that little piece of faith that you have, Lord, I need you. Lord, konti na lang bibitaw na ako. Bibitaw, bibitaw. Bibitaw ka ba? The pressure is so strong. To the point you're saying, parang imposibleng mabuhay na isang kristyano sa opisina namin. Parang hirap mabuhay bilang isang kristyano dito sa opisina namin. Pwedeng sa gobyerno to, o sa private institution, wherever that is. As if you're saying to live as a Christian with absolute fear of God is impossible today. Parang yun sinasabi mo. Siguro nga tama ka. Posible nga tama ka. But still, sabi ni Lord, live out the impossible. Kung imposible yun, sinasabi mo, sabi niya, mabuhay ka pa rin na parang imposible. You can live it out. Pero pastor, ang hirap i-obey ni Lord completely. If you will be honest with me, maaaring marami sa atin magsasabi ng ganun, pastor, ang hirap po. Kung alam mo lang yung sitwasyon ko. Bago ako makakota, kailangan ko munang suhulan ng maraming doktor. Bago ko maklose yung deal na yon kailangan itrick ko muna sa nightclub o sa bar yung kliyente namin. Painan ko muna ng isang prosti para umuo. Pastor, ang hirap. Pastor, kung alam mo lang kung gaano kataas yung temptation. Para ma-promote ako, kailangan ko akong makipag-date sa boss ko. Alam niyo po, dito minsan nagkakamali yung mga kristyano. Okay? We thought na nire-require ni Lord sa atin is yung tinatawag na sinless perfection. Sabi niyo nga po, sinless perfection. I want you to know you can never achieve that unless dumating na ang Panginoon. Pag dumating ang Panginoon, dun lang tayo magiging sinless perfect. Si Abraham po, hindi naman siya perfect, di ba ba? dami nga po niyang mistake, ang dami niyang mali, but he was considered by God righteous. How? When he believed. Diba sabi, he believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now, listen, ito na po yung magandang balita. Matapos siyang manampalataya, he believed God. Ang dami niyang, niyang mistakes, right? Punta siya sa Egypt, punta sa ganyan, sinaman niya si Lord, kung ano nangyari. Tapos manampalataya siya, sabi niya, it was credited to him as righteousness. He was considered righteous. And after he was considered righteous, sa chapter 17, ang sabi ni Lord, sabi niya, walk before me and be blameless. Minsan nakala ng tao, sinasabi ng Lord, walk before me and be blameless, then you will be considered righteous. No, 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 no. Tignan mo katabi mo. Kung nanampalataya yan sa Panginoon, righteous yan sa harapan ng Diyos. Are you with me? Parang hindi kayo makapaniwala. Kung nanampalataya yan sa Panginoon, ang tingin ng Diyos dyan, righteous. Parang ganito. May isang bata. Ayaw mag-aral. Bakit? Bobo ko eh. Feeling ko babagsak lang ako. Okay? Dumating yung principal. Sabi niya, anak, halika. Sabi niya doon sa uh, boy. Sabi niya, pumasok ka lang. Gagawin kitang scholar, pumasok ka lang. 
Pag pumasok ka, titiyakin ko, papasa ka. Basta pumasok ka lang. Anong gagawin ng bata? <laughs> papasok lang ako, papasa ako. Wala pa bayan. Oh, di, papasok na ako. <laughs> Bakit? Kasi wala na siyang fear na baka sa ibagsak siya. Listen to me. Sabi ni Lord, nung nanampalataya ka, umaten ka lang, sabi ni Lord, pasato ka na, righteous ka na. Anong gagawin mo ngayon? Ako, righteous ako? Adi, oh, sige, pasok na. Mabuhay na ako kung paanong gusto ni Lord. Hindi na ako matatakot na baka bumagsak ako. Kasi minsan natatakot, baka magkamali, baka, baka magkamali ako, baka magkamali ako. Ayun, nagkamali ka nga. Di ba? Listen to me, mga kapatid. For us to enjoy the promise, we must learn obedience. But what kind of obedience? What kind of obedience? Sabi po ng Romans chapter 1 verse 5. Si Paul po ito. Through him, we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for His name's sake. Obedience that comes from faith. Nanampalataya ka, kaya ka natutong sumunod. Are you with me? Sino dito nananampalataya sa Diyos? Sabi niya, kapag ikay nanampalataya, magkakaroon ka ng desire to obey God because of your faith. Faith and obedience. Faithfulness and holiness. Promises, warnings. Two sides of a Christian life. I want to say this to you. To the degree that we believe that God is able to do the impossible is the same degree that we can obey Him even when it seems impossible. Tatanungin ko po kayo sa mga nagninegosyo. Palagay mo, kayang i-close ni Lord yung deal na yan? Ulitin ko po, kaya bang i-close ni Lord yung deal na yan? kahit hindi mo i-treat ng prostitute yung kliyente mo. Minsan sila, kaya ni Lord yan! Pero kailangan kong i-treat ng prostitute. Palagay mo, kaya mong kumota, kaya ni Lord yon kokota ka, kahit hindi mo dayain yung mga records. Palagay mo, kaya kang i-promote ni Lord, kahit hindi ka mag-under the table at sundin yung gusto ng boss mo. Kung kaya mong manampalataya, kaya ni Lord yan, kahit hindi ako, kahit hindi ako gumawa ng mali, kaya ni Lord then whatever seems to be impossible to other people, sinasabi hindi kaya ni Lord John, because I believe my God is able. And even if God does not come through, ibig sabihin lang nun, may ibang plano si Lord. At yung ibang planong yun, mas maganda. Sino dito gusto nyo yung mas maganda? Minsan kasi akala natin, yung inisit natin, yun eh. Hindi Ang plano ni Lord, mas maganda. Amen? It is not by, yung obedience na ito, it's not by willpower, not by positive thinking, not by positive confession, but by faith. At yung promise ni Lord, may enjoy mo lang kapag may obedience. Ano ibig ko sabihin? Alam niyo po yung mga Israelites nung lumabas sila sa Egypt? Di sabi ni Lord, dadanin ko kayo sa lupang pangako. Binigay ba ni Lord yung lupang pangako? Sagutin niyo po ako. Binigay ba ni Lord yung lupang pangako? Tanong, Nakarating ba sila sa lupang pangako? Hindi sila nakarating. 
lahat ng old generation patay. Only Caleb and Joshua was able to come in in that generation. Only the next generation were able to come in. Why? Because they disobey and they do not they did not believe. Para ma-enjoy mo kasi yung promise ni Lord, kailangan merong faith and obedience. Kahit na sabi mo, natanggap ko yung pangako ni Lord, pero hindi ka marunong mag-obey, eventually yung promise na yun ni Lord na natanggap mo, hindi mo ma-enjoy. Because the way to enjoy the promise is through obedience. Kaya po si Abraham, tinuturuan niya, Abraham, kailangan matuto ka mag-obey. Kailangan alam mong mabuhay ng may katuwiran at ng may hustisya. Para tuturuan mo yung mga anak mo, yung mga Israelita, pati yung mga tao sa alabang. Tuturuan mo sila kung paanong mabuhay ng may katuwiran. Hindi lang sila mananalangin ng mga imposibleng bagay na mapromote, bakakota, gumaling, Niya, kundi bilang isang tunay na kristyano, kahit na mahirap, kahit na kailangan kong pera kasi kailangan kong mapagamot ang aking nanay, kailangan kong mag-compromise, kailangan kong ibenta yung aking pangalan, yung aking sarili, yung aking katawan. Ano sasabihin mo? Hindi. Mas importante sa akin yung relasyon ko sa Panginoon. Dahil si Lord, kahit hindi ko gawin yan, kaya ni Lord gawin yan para sa akin. All things are possible to those who believe and that belief will lead you to obeying God. Lord, hindi ako magko-compromise because I believe kaya mong ibigay sa akin yan kahit hindi ako nagko-compromise. Marami na po tayong story ang ganyan. Salespeople, mga supervisors, who chose not to compromise their faith kahit kailangan-kailangan nila yung sale, kahit kailangan-kailangan nila yung promotion. They chose not to compromise because they know God has a better plan. Only in obedience that comes to faith that will truly enjoy the promise of God. Here's what God is saying. Believe the impossible, live out the impossible. Amen? Sa lahat po ng kinaharap natin, tanungin po natin ating, ating sarili, is there anything too hard for God? Whether ito naman po financial situation or moral situation. Na para bang Lord, ang hirap Lord, kung alam mo lang, ang tanong, may imposible ba sa Diyos? Kung sakasakali man dahil nabuhay ka ng may katwiran na wala yung opportunity na yun, tanungin mo ang sarili mo, kaya bang ibalik to sa akin ng Lord? Kapag sinabi ni Lord na yes, then live out the impossible. Stick to your faith. Believe in God that God will make a way where there seems to be no way.